This is episode 367 of The Real Me and Colin, a movie podcast. On this week's episode, Chase is going to take a look at Bullet Train and Prey. What will he think of both of those films? Well, you just have to tune in and find out. This episode starts right now. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of The Real Me and Colin, a movie podcast. I am your host... Chase Lee. And thank you for joining me on this day or night or whenever you're listening to this. You guys are awesome. And speaking of you guys, if you guys could like this episode, please, 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 please share it around and let people know this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to. That would be much appreciated. Say, listen, maybe there's someone out there in your friend group or your family that just not is not really a movie fan, but maybe we can slowly convince them to be one by showing them this episode. Or maybe there's someone out there that's been looking for a movie podcast for ages and they come to you specifically. They're like, hey, listen, man, dude, sis, listen, I'm looking for a movie podcast. You got one? Then you just slide them this. Like it's some weird fake drug deal. You just slide it to them. Like, here you go. Reel me in. Check it out. Uh, anyways, uh, maybe we can do that. We can uh, convert some more people to join this wonderful community and just talk about movies because that's what we like doing. Anyways, thank you all for your support week to week. You guys are awesome. Like I said at the top, this is episode 367. The main topics of conversation go as follow. Uh, go as follow. Go go as follows. Guys, I'm recording this late at night, so if my brain is uh, shortening, short, short wiring, just know that that's what's going on. Um, I might have a stroke. Anyways, um... Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about Bullet Train, uh, the new Brad Pitt film uh, that also has a slew of cast members directed by David Leach, uh, another action film to knock under his belt. How will it compare to his other films? We'll just have to tune in and find out. And then uh, the second film I want to talk about is Prey, the uh, prequel to the Predator franchise uh, from director Dan Trachtenberg, uh, who directed uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was a fantastic film. So how will this kind of carry the torch for another film that is going to be completely different in IP, uh, an IP franchise. We'll just have to tune and find out with that one too. But before we get into all of that, I got to ask, as usual, how you guys doing? You guys doing pretty good? It is August, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it is crazy how fast this year is flying. Um, yeah, I hope everyone is doing well out there. Uh, for me personally, start a new job this week. Absolutely loving it. Crushing it, as the kids say. You know, I've never felt more confident uh, at a job in my entire life. And I think just giving the freedom to kind of own your role and to just try stuff and just be confident in it has been such a huge turnaround for me. And so I feel like a completely different person. Uh, it is outrageous uh, how much that law firm that I worked at before um, – kind of burnt me out. Um, it, I didn't realize it until now. So yes. Uh, yeah. Great week for me. Uh, a little tiring, but you know, that's the way it goes sometimes, but, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far and, uh, yeah, I hope everyone else out there is enjoying their day and week as well. Um, as far as catching up on stuff, you guys are going to love this. Uh, I fell asleep 10 minutes into the uh, better call Saul episode last Monday or this, yeah, this past Monday. Um, I was tired. Don't blame me. Uh, so, yeah, I, I need to rewatch that. Um, 
what we do in the shadows, only murderers in the building continue uh, to just be fantastic television. Um, and I don't think I'm watching anything else. I kept it pretty light this week. Uh, I did go see a movie on Wednesday, Bodies, 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 the new A24 uh, horror film. That will be on next week's episode. I might do something special for the episode. I'm not sure yet. I got to um, work out the details, but if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then I'll just drop it. But I'm hoping to make that episode pretty cool. So, um, yeah, next week will be Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I did see that on Wednesday. Um, so that is the review that you will get. And, of course, uh, I dropped uh, Luck. Uh, the animated film from Apple TV Plus, a mini review on the podcast feed if you guys want to check that out um, as well. So yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. But yeah, really not really catching up on a lot of a TV show, just kind of watching my usual stuff. Um, looking forward to, I guess, She-Hulk. That one comes out in a couple weeks. So yeah, that's my my most uh, anticipated one, I guess, my next up. And then uh, I'm looking forward to Andor. Uh, the Star Wars series because I really love Rogue One. Rogue One. So, um, yeah. Now you're probably wondering, uh, are you not going to talk about Westworld? I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm two episodes behind at this point. I have no desire to watch it live. I'll probably just binge the rest of season four when it gets done uh, airing. I just I don't know, man. I just don't have the energy to watch it anymore. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, but yeah, I. Pick it up uh, again when it uh, drops all at once. I get binge, but yeah. Other than that, guys, I haven't really been catching up on a whole lot of stuff. That's that's basically it. That that has been my weekend. And now I'm uh, doing this podcast for you guys. So yeah, just got done watching Bullet Train. Um, you know, pretty easy film to talk about. So that's why I felt comfortable with just like seeing it and recording it. So yeah. Um, cool thing about that movie. Um, you know, I, I'm going to mention it in my review um, leading up to it. But uh, I, Bullet Train is, is an interesting project for me because I heard about it um, almost two years ago where uh, I had a, a friend work at my previous job. And I remember they were just like, well, I'm going to go to L.A. and be a production assistant on this movie um and it's called bullet train i was like that's pretty cool so i kept in uh i kept in touch with them and i would ask them how their day went it was just really cool to hear them talk about brad pitt coming on the set and this and that and just a fun experience so like that was my first introduction to bullet train before even marketing started i was like this sounds like a fun little film and it looks like they're keeping a lot hidden and it could uh just be a blast at the theater so yeah i uh uh, it's been really interesting to just hear those stories for the past couple of years. But um, yeah, um, that's uh, that's all I really wanted to say before I get into uh, the review of it. So when we come back from the first break, I will be talking about Bullet Train, the newest film from Sony and uh, Brad Pitt and just this whole cast. It's crazy. It's also based on a book. Did you know that? Um, so yeah, when we come back from the break, it will be Bullet Train time. So stay tuned. And welcome back from the break. Let's not waste any more time. Let's talk about Bullet Train. So what is this movie about? Five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. 
So, you know, going into this, I actually didn't see a lot of promotional material for it. I knew a lot about this movie through someone that uh, I, I know as a friend that worked on this film. And so I would get stories from them uh, uh, every so often. And it was just really kind of fun to hear their perspective on like Brad Pitt and like the cast and just the environment. And it seemed like a really fun set to work on. So it made me excited to watch the film. I saw like maybe 30 seconds of the trailer when it dropped. I wanted to kind of keep it a secret. So, and I want to be surprised when I saw it actually in theaters play out in front of me. So I was like, I'm good. I, I don't need to watch any trailers. And I heard from CinemaCon when they uh, previewed like the first like 10, 18 minutes or so that people liked it. So, hey, and I like David Leach as a director, uh, his contributions to the John Wick franchise with action and uh, Atomic Blonde and Deadpool 2. The guy, the guy knows what he's doing. Like he knows how to choreograph a movie. It's like a song and dance to him. The action scenes, they they, they flow. the The stories are are uh, entertaining and uh, fun to watch. The dialogue is just uh, it, it's it's really um, What's going on everyone? I'm Chase and welcome to another basic movie review channel. So let's talk about one. And the movie I want to talk about now is Bullet Train. Now this one comes to us from Sony Pictures and it hits theaters this Friday, August 5th, if you choose to watch this film, regardless of what I'm about to say. So what is this movie about? Five assassins aboard a fast moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. So you know, going into this, I uh, knew someone that worked on this film on set. And so it was really fun to hear their story, um, you know, just day to day, how Brad Pitt was and the crew and just the environment. And it felt like a fun vibe. So I was like, cool, I am even more excited for this film now. And I like director David Leach. I like his other films, uh, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2. And I like his contribution to the John Wick franchise, uh, really establishing its own identity with its choreography and action. It's really really awesome like what he has brought to action in general over the past few years i never watched any trailers i think i watched maybe 20 seconds of the first trailer but i stopped myself and i was like hold on i want to watch this play out in front of me in real time i don't want to know anything else about it it seems like it could have a fun little mystery bent to it um i just want to be i just want to be surprised so i kind of went into it blind Saw the film. Don't really care for it. Uh, in terms of rewatchability, I have no desire to watch this film ever again. Unlike other David Leach films where like, I want to watch it and appreciate the choreography a little bit more, the action, see how the camera uh, was utilized in this scene or how this was broken down and edited. Like, I can always go back and watch a David Leach film and dissect it from a, a nerd filmmaking perspective. But for this one, even just as pure entertainment, I was quite exhausted and quite bored by it. And so I appreciate a one location type of movie. Everything is on this train. There's five people. Um, we get to know a little bit more of their backstories. We get to know how they interact with each other. The action scenes are there. It's bloody. It's violent. You know, it, there's stuff there for people to enjoy. But I think the biggest thing for me is that this film felt like a 400 meter sprint that was uneven and it the the pacing was just off 
So obviously, look at me. I'm a big dude. I don't run. So this is the best analogy I can come up with. It's like watching someone doing a 400-meter dash. They sprint for 200, 225 meters. Cool. This is your rhythm. I got you. Then they slow down to a snail's pace for about 75 meters. Then they pick it back up again for like 25, 30 meters, and then, and then that's it. And then they stop, and then they just kind of crawl towards the finish line. They kind of just roll over the finish line, the credits roll, and that's it. And so the inconsistency in pacing, I think what really does this film in, and it doesn't really help that, let me look up the two hours and six minutes, to be honest with you, it felt longer. It felt like a two and a half hour long movie. Um, so David Leach's like own personality and spin to his films and uh, his franticness when it comes to camera work and editing and stunts, that's always usually, uh, that's always usually, that's usually been his move. It felt like he was taming this. I didn't really care for any of the action sequences. I thought they were quite brief. There was real... No creativity to them. Uh, a couple of the kills were cool. But other than that, I felt like this was David Leach light. Which is weird because this was R-rated. He should have just went full out. And like, yes, it is bloody and it's violent. But I'm talking more of like the stunt work. And the the uh, intensity of the characters fist fighting or throwing each other across the, the train. I didn't feel any of that. I didn't feel the weight of the situation. It just felt very light and kind of airy. And I'm like, this... This doesn't have the same um, oomph as a David Le David Leach film does. So I I, I kind of felt like he he was tame a little bit, and the pacing of the story was off. And by the time we got to the finish line, I was just exhausted from watching this. And also, there was a lot of interesting choices when it when it comes to humor. A lot of this humor actually takes place in brief uh, flashbacks or brief uh, scenes that happen before the scene that we're watching now. And it shows like a, a brief clip and it cuts back to uh, current time. It's a weird way to establish comedic timing and the humor. And it, none of it worked for me. And I thought uh, they overutilized that uh, joke quite a bit, just flipping back and forth uh, between um, situations that characters were just in. And I realize that Dave, David Lynch has a dark sense of humor. Um, I can see that. I appreciate it. But in this one, it, none of it landed for me in, in terms of humor or lightness or a darkly comedic angle to it. Um, so at that point, you strip that away. You're just looking at a, a purely violent film that is exhausting. And that's not good. Um you know, I didn't know this film was based on a book until the credits started rolling, but I probably the book is a thousand times better. Um, I just felt I felt nothing to the characters. I felt nothing about their backstories. Um, there were a couple scenes that were super absurd to where it just it took me out of it completely. Now, I don't mind suspending disbelief if you establish that in the beginning of your film and that's the rules for this universe, but you didn't. And so there's a couple things in this film where I'm like, Come on, come on, what, what are we doing this for? So, um, yeah, I, I think I appreciate David Leach for trying. Uh, there was a couple of things that that worked for me in terms of like performances and, and certain characters and maybe, you know, uh, 
maybe like one fight scene towards the end, which was cool. Other than that, I, I just I have no reason to believe that David Leach directed this film. It doesn't feel like one of his films. Um, so yeah, there's all that. Performance-wise, this movie's stacked. So even if you are slightly bored with this movie, I think someone's going to grapple onto someone in this film as uh, entertaining to watch and at least carrying, carrying them through the movie. And wh who did that for me? It was Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry. I absolutely love both of their uh, characters. They play brothers in the film. Their chemistry is off the charts. Their back and forth was perfect. Uh, couldn't understand their dialogue sometimes. I'll get to that in just a second. It might have been a theater problem, but once again, we'll get that into a, into a second. Uh, I can't speak tonight. Anyways, their chemistry was off the charts. I really love their banter back and forth. They need to be in another movie ASAP. Um, Brad Pitt is fine. He's the lead in this film. He's just okay. At best. And uh, I know he's got a lot more charm and charisma. And he can lean in more into the comedy um, a bit more. But this one just felt... I don't know. There was just something off about his performance where like, it felt like he was trying a little too hard. And I'm like, I know Brad's got better timing than that. So, I don't know. It was very strange. Um, and then everyone else in the film, including like Joey King... Um, uh, I'm scrolling through the list here real time. Sorry. Um, Andrew Koji, I really liked, uh, here, uh, Hiroyuki, uh, Sonata loved him too. Um, and I think that's about it before I start getting into like spoiler territory. Um, but, uh, also bad bunny is in this. Was this his audition to be El Moreto? 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 I forgot how, uh, how to pronounce that character's name. Um, was this his audition to be in that film, the superhero film for uh, Sony? Because you know what? I'm going to eat crow in this one. He wasn't bad. So if he wants to lead a movie, go for it. Because honestly, when I heard that news uh, that he was leading a Sony film, uh, like a superhero film, I was like, the singer? You know what? He's got chops. I'll 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 let him do it. So um Logan Lerman's also in this, uh, and that's where I'm gonna stop before I get into uh some of the spoilers or cameos if you wanted to see this film. Everyone is trying uh their best to make this as as fun and ridiculous as possible. Uh and they are just doing it for our entertainment. And I have nothing but respect for all of these actors, but my favorite performances were definitely uh the brothers, uh Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry. Um, so I talked about, uh, how the stunts and the, uh, the action was a bit lacking. Didn't really feel like there was any personality. Felt like we were, um, uh, exhausted by the time we got to the finish line. Uh, the pacing was a bit off, like some of the performances. And my last thing I will say, I've had this happen a couple times and I can't really tell if it's a theater situation or if it's a movie situation, but the sound mixing in this film was atrocious. Any time when there was a song that came on, it was blasted to, let's just say for argument's sake, uh, or not argument's sake, but just, uh, just so I can show you the scale. It was like they were blasting the film on a, on a 10 decibel scale at a 10, sometimes an 11, breaking uh, the barrier. And then the dialogue would be at a comfortable three or four. And then 
uh, everything else would be at, like at a six or seven. I feel like everything was just mixed poorly and it wasn't all like cohesive. So anytime when music would play, it would actually drown out some of the dialogue. And I was like, I, I don't know if this is a movie thing or if this is a theater situation, but that was annoying. So don't know if it's a movie thing, but uh, I thought the sound mixing on this was pretty rough. So um, yeah. Listen, if you're looking for a, a violent R-rated action film, the you know, top build cast. Sure. But I'd say like at a matinee, if you truly want to see this in theaters, if not, just wait until you get home, uh, wait until it uh, goes on streaming or PVOD or something. It's not that urgent to get to the theater, but if you were looking to get out and watch something this weekend, go to a matinee. That's as far as I'll recommend it. So yeah, that was a lot to talk about, but I, listen, does this put uh distrust in David Leach films? From here on out, no, not at all. I think uh, he he's done very well up until this point. I'm going to continue to watch uh, his films because I think he's really got a, a unique voice in the action genre. And uh, hey, listen, uh, when there's a lot of really bad action films out there, and you're one of the few that are standing out, you're like you're one of the top three in the industry right now. I'm going to watch whatever you do. And that is my thoughts on Bullet Train. Please let me know down below what you thought of the film, whether you liked it, loved it, hated it, all that stuff. Please let me know. I would like to know your thoughts. When we come back from the break, for the second time, I'll be talking about Prey, the prequel of the Predator franchise. I didn't care for the Shane Black one uh, three years ago, so how will this one fare out? We'll just have to tune in and find out. And welcome back from the second break. Let's not waste any more time, and let's talk about Prey. So what is this movie about? Let me uh, scroll up here. Um, definitely did not uh, prepare for this. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, the origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the highly first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. So, you know, going into this, I heard about a Predator uh, prequel origin story. I was like, please, dear God, hopefully it's better than the Shane Black 2019-2018 version of it. Um, I don't remember anything from that movie, and I didn't really care for it in the moment. And I would, I would um, go up to someone that has seen and liked the Shane Black Predator movie, and I would ask him this question. Name me one thing that happens in it. Please do. Not even going to look it up. Name me one thing that happens. The only thing I know that happens is that Sterling K. Brown is in it. That's about it. Um, it's a very forgettable movie. I didn't care for it. Don't even care to watch it. But I was interested in an origin film, especially in a time period where guns were not really readily available. And so you have to either fight with bows or axes or your fists. Um, and it makes the survival mode of it harder and the, the threat level is, is higher. And so that's what I was interested in. So I liked the trailer to it. I thought the buzz from Comic-Con was infectious. Like people were saying this is the second best Predator film after Predator. Crazy. So I saw it. This film is badass. There's no other way around it. It's just a really good movie. And yeah, quite to be quite honest with you, it's one of my favorite ones in the Predator franchise. Really not a lot to pick from, but I like it. 
quite a bit, actually. So the one thing I really like about it the most is director Dan Trachtenberg. Um, I really liked his approach to this film because just like with 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh, if you watch that film, it, with that one, it didn't have to be connected to a Cloverfield film or that franchise or that universe. It was just a really well edited and directed and uh, acted claustrophobic one location thriller of three people in a bunker trying to figure out what is going on outside. Didn't need to be connected, but it was, and it was pretty cool. I liked that movie quite a bit. So with this one, same thing applies. You take Predator off the, the name of this thing, and it's just some random alien creature. It's still a well-made movie of people that have no idea what's going on. There's just this freakishly large beast just walking around killing people, and they have to figure out how to take it down. Um, so if it didn't have the Predator name to it, this is still a great movie. But the fact that it is associated with a, with a Predator, I, I, I really liked it. And I thought it was really well executed, kind of integrating previous IP into a film that didn't need it, but it worked. Um, the one thing I liked about Dan's direction in this, and of course, uh, Patrick uh, Aysen's uh, screenplay, is that they really utilize the threat level, the anxiety, and the suspense to an all-time high. These people don't have guns. They just they literally have the weapons that they have, and so they have to figure out how to take this thing down. And I think um, just seeing them kind of work to survive and just try to beat this thing was really entertaining to watch, and it was really satisfactory to kind of see them go through this journey, especially our main character who starts out as a very... Uh, you know, active member in her tribe, in her community. But then she slowly has to like, you know, or quickly has to realize that if she doesn't do something about it, people and her, and she will die. And so I really like the fact that she became her own badass by the end of the film. Just really great characters to follow. And like I said, you, you don't know what's going to happen because they don't have the skill set that Predator does. He's a highly advanced alien creature. And so... I really like the fact that they were trying to figure it out as they went. The terror was just looming throughout this entire thing. So the atmosphere was there. Predator has the camouflage mode. So you came in, you don't even know where he's at half the time. So it even adds more of a, a, a terror element. It's just a really suspenseful film. And, you know, uh, speaking upon like the violence, like it's super bloody. It's brutal. It's just ultimate carnage. And I expect nothing less from a Predator film, but it was super entertaining and satisfactory that way. And just from an overall entertaining perspective from like a suspense level, um, really well handled. So it's a really well edited film, really well directed. Just It felt like a just a tightly uh, edited story and just experience and like nothing was wasted. And I just enjoyed every single second of it. The performances were also really great. Uh, Amber Midthunder, who plays uh, uh, Naru, Great main character to follow. I loved her transformation as a character. Uh, just seeing her where she started and where she ended. Like she went on a journey for sure. And she had to grow up very, very quickly. Um, but just seeing her learning different maneuvers that she could uh, apply with her weapons that she has on Predator. Great stuff. I just, I, I loved uh, watching her go through it. And I loved everyone else in it. Really just uh, uh, adding a lot to the overall story and just the overall uh, impact of everything going on. Everyone did a great job. I have nothing bad to say. It is a solid film. So if you were looking for a horror film, suspense film, a thriller to watch this weekend, 
Watch Prey on Hulu, August 5th. Highly recommend it. Um, if you like the Predator films, I think you're going to really like this one and be pleasantly surprised that it could be your second favorite one after the original Predator. Be prepared for that conversation because it might happen. I hope Dan uh, track, track Timberg can do his trilogy and take another film from an IP, do his own thing, um, and add that element to it. But if it could be taken out, it's still a good movie. So if he could do a third one like this for another uh, IP, that would be awesome. So what did you guys think of Prey? Uh, please comment down below what you thought of uh, the film, whether you liked it, loved it, hated it, thought it was okay, all that stuff, let me know. Uh, also, I forgot to mention, uh, since this is 300 years ago and it's out in the middle of the wilderness and the mountains and the forest, it's a beautifully shot film too, really utilizing its landscapes to not only emphasize the beauty of uh, certain places on Earth, but also just highlighting the fact that this is a large playground for this predator to play in, and you have no idea where he's at. And that is my review of Prey. Please let me know down below what you whether, what you thought about the movie, uh, whether you liked it, loved it, hated it, thought it was okay. I just want to know all that. Please comment down below in the comments because I would like to know your thoughts. But that will do it for uh, this whole episode of the Real Man Cold Movie Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening to me talk about Bullet Train and Prey and just you know everything that's been going on in the week. You guys are awesome for sticking around. Next week, episode 368 will be over. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Hopefully, I can make that episode special. And uh, if not, then I'll just drop it. But um, yeah, I'm trying to work out the details. Um, and we'll, we'll see uh, We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, uh, that will be the main topic of the conversation. And I'm probably just talking about A24 horror overall and like where it kind of stands with me in terms of like which ones are my favorite, which ones are my least favorite. So it uh, should be a fun conversation. But in terms of this week... The episode's done. We'll close. Goodbye. <laughs> that is it for this uh, episode of the Real Man Cold Movie Podcast. Thank you for joining me, guys. You guys are awesome. I'm Chase Lee, and I will see you guys next week for another episode of this crazy show. You guys are awesome. Goodbye.